It's Tuesday, January 28, 2020. The world has entered into a realm of a two-minute warning. Doomsday clock inches closer to midnight thanks to climate change. A new rollback is expected to be announced today that could potentially put more pollution into our waters. Trump further weakens pollution standards for streams and wetlands. China announces national ban on single-use plastics. Plus... Massive locust swarm threatens food security in East Africa. Coming up next, the slaying of the firstborn. All of those plagues and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The world is going to be flooded, and Trump is like, wait, wait, poison the water first. I want to make this the best apocalypse of all time. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, locusts, apocalypse, and now... The Doomsday Clock. Yes, the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists has moved up the famous symbolic Doomsday Clock that represents existential threats to humanity. Well, they've moved it up to 100 seconds to midnight. It's the first time the clock has passed within the two-minute mark in its more than 70-year history. Even during the Cold War, it was never this close to midnight. Right. The scientists say they moved up the clock to call attention to the growing threats of nuclear war, climate change, and the spread of disinformation. In a press conference, former California Governor Jerry Brown, now a bulletin board member, called moving up the clock a blaring klaxon call to America. Tell me how else can we tell people where we're we're at? How else can we wake up the Democrats, the Republicans, the independents, the millionaires, the billionaires, the media owners who carry on their life as though they're on the Titanic about ready to hit an iceberg and they're not worried? This is the moment, if there ever was, to wake up. And as if we needed any more signs of apocalypse, the United Nations has called for international help to fight a massive invasion of locusts sweeping across the East African nations of Ethiopia, Kenya, and Somalia. The ravenous insects are destroying crops and farmland, threatening food shortages in a vulnerable region already ravaged by climate change-intensified drought and extreme storms. Massive locust swarms occur during very very specific weather conditions, but global warming is changing rainfall patterns across Africa, affecting the timing of heavy rains that has helped generate the biggest swarm in 70 years. Any sign of rivers filled with blood yet? (laughs) No, not yet. The affected nations are having to resort to aerial spraying of pesticides to control the infestation. The UN has called for international aid to, quote, avert any threats to food security, livelihoods, and malnutrition for millions of people. Meanwhile, here in the United States... Speaking of plagues... The Trump administration late last week finalized a rule to strip away environmental protections for streams, wetlands, and other small water bodies. The new rule significantly weakens strict standards for drinking water that were established by the Obama administration. The new regulations remove limits on how much pollution can be dumped into small streams and wetlands that feed into America's drinking water supply. The rollback strips protections for more than half of the nation's wetlands, allows landowners to dump pesticides into waterways, allows mining and industrial companies to dump industrial waste, and it also allows developers to build over wetlands. Environmental groups say they will sue to block the rollbacks. So while this is supposed to be good for farmers, in fact, it's good for the real estate business? Yes. Just a coincidence, I'm sure. 
A big heads up for folks in Oklahoma, Texas, and New Mexico. Grist.org reports that the fracking industry is lobbying those state's regulators to allow them to dump polluted fracking wastewater, called produced water, into your streams and rivers. The fracking process uses up millions of gallons of water for every new well, and the boom in fracking has resulted in a glut of contaminated wastewater. Drillers say it's too expensive to treat the water, and injecting it can cause earthquakes, so they're looking for cheap places to dump it. In the courts, four coastal Louisiana Native American tribes have bypassed the U.S. legal system to file a formal complaint with the United Nations in Geneva, Switzerland, accusing the U.S. government of violating their human rights by failing to take action on climate change. According to the complaint, sea level rise and coastal erosion are drowning tribal burial sites in southern Louisiana, and the loss of land threatens the tribe's source of food. And finally, some good news. China, one of the world's biggest users of plastic, which has for years been struggling to deal with an epic plastic pollution problem, has announced it will ban single-use plastics across the country. In a fairly rapid phase-in, non-degradable single-use plastic bags will be banned in major cities in China by the end of this year and banned in all cities and towns within two years. And the restaurant industry will be banned from using single-use straws by the end of 2020. That's good news. Doesn't make up for the rest of your report, Doyen. Sorry. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. It's the end of the Return, listen to yourself, churn.